very vulnerable with you. Oh, wow. Wow. Also, wow. first of all, okay. welcome to the podcast. To the My DJ name is Jenny. Yes. That's Paul. I'm I realized Paul. that we never explain what the podcast is ever. I figured that people are have found this podcast. They're aware of what's going on. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. No, we should. We should put up a disclaimer like they do in Spider-Man comics. We're two afternoon hosts on an alternative rock radio station in the small, adorable town of Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. That's right. And I'm... 36. I'm 27 now. Okay, so we're an elder and junior millennial. And we take the clips from our afternoon show. Right. And we put it into a podcast. And then once we complete that, we do an, uh, a talk about in the beginning. And the talk about is stuff that usually we don't talk about on the radio right. because people will yell at us. Yes. That's kind of... It's an exclusive oh, it podcast because we assume anyone who's listening to this loves us <laughs> and agrees with everything we say. And we can say things like that are vulnerable right. because we're in a safe space. And if you don't agree with anything, that's okay. Still friends. And still be quiet. Don't yell at us. Don't yell. <laughs> we love you. We're delicate. I, I appreciate your opinion. You should have a podcast. I'll listen to that. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So love go ahead. You. What's the vulnerability? Well... <laughs> oh, I think I know. You know. You know. Well, I told my boyfriend. I told my boyfriend about what what had happened. What happened? Well, I got home and I said, okay, Robin, <laughs> are you ready? And he goes, what? What is it? What are you doing? And I had the face on. He's like, what is it? What's going on? And I said, okay, I peed the bed. And I had peed the bed the night before and holding on to that information was really hard because <laughs> I would just sit <laughs> all day in the desk and just laugh and laugh and laugh that <laughs> I, as a 27-year-old woman, peed the bed, yeah. which is like a thing that happens to people, right? Yeah, like, especially sure. if you have bladder issues or whatever, you, you know? Have I might. I haven't peed the bed since I was like 12. <laughs> yeah. So, or maybe once when I was drunk, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I like was having one of those dreams where my dream was just me going to a, the bathroom and trying to go to the bathroom, but not being able to go to the bathroom. <sighs> I think so frustrating. I hate those it. dreams. And they're terrifying. And you yeah. think you're going to wake up with wet pants. Yeah. And I, I'm in my mind. I'm, I'm not in a dream. I'm in real life town. And I'm like, oh, like, why is it so hard to go pee? I'm so nervous about it. Like I'm getting stage fright. And then I was like, you know what? Take a deep breath <laughs> mm -hmm. and just let it out in the dream. And I did in real life as well. And I had pee pants. It was full. <laughs> Pants. And I woke up in a panic and luckily it didn't really get on the bed, but my pants were wet. Yeah. They were really like I oh, there's so much about this that is wild. You okay. didn't no pee hit the bed. No pee hit the bed. I think I was in a weird position, like I was on my side or something, or okay. I don't know. Trap between your legs. Yeah. You were wearing very absorbent pants, I imagine. I guess so. I was wearing my PJ <laughs> bottoms. So yeah. They're absorbent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I got up and just panicked and was like, I can't believe it. I peed in the bed and I don't want to wake up Robin. He's like be woken up. Yeah. And he's not gonna be happy from like peed the bed. <laughs> and as I remember, you kinda have a small bed. I have a Queen. Oh, is it a queen? Yeah, it's a queen bed. Oh, yeah, right, because it's my old mattress. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. 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 Um, okay, I forgot about it. Okay, every, well, sorry, as a king-sizer, everything seems small to me that's not king. <laughs> okay. I even feel like if I beat a king-size bed, it would be a rough situation. But, okay, so... This whole thing yesterday was wild because it was really the first thing you told me about. It. As soon as I we... could not just keep that a secret. No, 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 no. 
Because oh I would have been all day. What are you giggling about? What is yeah, happening? It's just so funny to me. Um, so I needed. I didn't know if I wanted to say it on the radio. So thank oh, you yeah? for allowing me to be vulnerable and let you know. Do you want to say it on the radio today? I mean, maybe. Okay. But people are probably going to diagnose me. I just don't like when people do that. Be like, Jen, hey, Jen, this okay. is actually serious. You need to do this. Like, I'll go to the doctor if it happens again for sure. But I think I actually just, like, had a dream and I let loose. Yeah, that's totally I was fine. sleeping really well. And I also just can't believe that you were able to to not like get any pee on the bed around you, Thank you. That it didn't have that it didn't affect your partner regardless of the size of bed yeah. is really a uh, really lucky thing because in the middle of the night to have to wake him up and tell him that I think oh yeah yeah and like he just moved in a month ago too right. so this is like a new <laughs> thing like I'm wondering if he's now like Oh, I wonder if she's been hiding that she's a, a bedwetter. Right. And this is like something that we're going to have to work through. Like, that's okay. I mean, I'd be happy to wear some diapers to bed or whatever. That's I guess fine. that's what you have to do. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. I would love to hear from any PJ partiers and podcast listeners who are adult bedwetters. Yeah. And what do you do? I guess it's just adult diaper time. Yeah. And then maybe like the plastic or like a good cover on the mattress. Right. Like, that would be good. I feel like the sound of diapers would keep me awake. Like mm. the feel of them you'd have to get used to for sure. But there's a lot of like shush, 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 I mean, shush, right? it's part of the reason I don't wear maxi pads for when I have my period is because it's just like. It's they're just, loud? They're loud. And it's also it makes me itchy. Like it's not a very fun fabric. It has to be like a natural. Sorry if that's too much information. No, not at all. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. It's just like it's, you know, it's the same like diaper material. So I don't like it. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Well, I'll keep you updated if it happens again and then you can diagnose me. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. As of right now, it just happened and we're we're moving through it. Even yesterday I was diagnosing me like, how drunk were you? I know you were out drinking, right? You had like two beers that night. That's not enough to get you bed pissing drunk, right? (laughs) Okay, good. Um, (laughs) And then also, I remember it's been years. I like, Mm. I was thinking about this last night. It wasn't the last time I pissed the bed or pissed my pants in general, and not in adulthood. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm always afraid, especially on camping trips, because you're extra cold Mm. and any like sweat or moisture that might be in the pants or in the sleeping bag, you wake up and you, I always have to pee so badly in the middle of the night, but it's too cold to get up and I hate it. And that feeling of like, Having to pee mixed with that like extra cold wetness is just like, have I already peed? And that's the worst if you've peed the sleeping bag on a camping trip. Like that's awful. It's always so much anxiety, but hasn't happened. But I do remember as a child that very specific feeling of wet pants. Mm -hmm. And it is so uncomfortable. Oh, so uncomfortable. I mean, I woke up immediately. It was like a stream and then awake. I don't right. think and then I had to finish my the rest of the bladder in the in the bathroom. So it wasn't a full pee. Oh, you were able to cut it off. Yeah. And then um but did you have that like nostalgic feeling? Did that bring you right back? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. To being a it kid. was like I am a child right now. Wow. Yeah, it was yes. really wild. Yeah. I'm just like in my like childhood innocence right now. I'm just leaning into it, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks um, for letting me um, let that out. Oh, certainly. It was really the most exciting thing that happened to us all this week. All this week, yeah. I think, yeah. Me too. Um, Well, thank you so much for listening to this pod and a lot of great stuff in it from the week (laughs) otherwise in the world. And um, enjoy. Oh, 
it's such a big day for you tomorrow, Paul. Mm-hmm. Big iPhone announce. That's right. They're going to be releasing the iPhone 13. Oh, I thought they would skip that number because it's pretty unlucky. Here's what we're expecting from the unlucky iPhone. Every time you're talking shit about your boss, it automatically transcribes and sends it to them. Ooh, yeah, that's unlucky. When you're drafting out a long message, it's going to send before it's ready. Ooh, that's unlucky. Not only is it not waterproof anymore, it's always dripping water. Oh, no, that's so unlucky. Where is that coming from? (laughs) And we're expecting that when you get a match on Tinder, it automatically sends them your most awkward high school photo. (sighs) Good luck getting lucky because it's unlucky. Okay, so once again, big weekend in Victoria, it felt like. Oh, yeah. So much going on, Brewery and the Beast, Rib Fest. I feel like there's other things going on, too. Mm-hmm. Once again, we did absolutely none of it. <laughs> yeah. I um, I was in the rain. It was so nice on Saturday, that huge rain fall, hey? Uh-huh. Um, so we decided to play softball in the rain and really get the most out of the rain. <laughs> we were just slipping and sliding all over the field. It was so fun. Did anyone and it like- was warm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Added to the softball experience? Oh, totally. It was like, yeah, doing softball on a slip and slide because none of us had cleats, of course. (laughs) But yeah, it was super fun. How about you? You went to Vancouver? I feel like even if you did have cleats, you still, I would feel like I would slide weird, tear something, at least my pants, but something in my body possibly. Yeah, okay. I went to Vancouver. Let me tell you about this really cool thing I did. I went to a speakeasy bar. Whoa. There's a new kind of place and it's one of these like prohibition style like the whole vibe of the place is like it's a secret and don't tell anybody and you need a code word to actually get in and you go in through what looks like a big freezer door right so it looks like from the street front it's just like a place serving food like a little like window of a place and that's it but once you go through the freezer door if you know the password Uh, you go in and there's like this glorious bar serving food, serving some of the best cocktails I've ever had in my life. That is so cool. It was so cool. There's a similar place in uh, New York City, actually. It's called Please Don't Tell. If you look into that, you enter through a phone booth in that one. No way. And you need the password. Yeah, it's so sweet. I love that. So listen, I know there's like some great bars have started up recently here in Victoria. Mm -hmm. Some new places. That now place. Yeah. Or maybe there is some like that and we just don't know about it. Not and cool if that's enough. the case, can you please text us the code word and the address? That'd be great. Yeah. Like whatever it is, I just want to go through what's not a door. <laughs> yeah. Is it like you climb down in the sewer? I want to cool. go through a slide. Awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> we do have those underground tunnels here in Victoria. Let's utilize them. Put them to use. <laughs> oh great. What? We have a, a great bandit on the loose. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Several grates have been stolen from storm sewers along uh, storm storm sewers. Sorry, along Fort Street. The city mm. of Victoria workers had to replace four storm sewer grates after they were stolen. Uh. Now, what could possibly be motivating someone to steal storm sewer grates? We have a couple of ideas. My idea, of course, is that. There's like some villainous bandit who wants people to step in the storm sewer, <gasps> make their shoes all wet, oh. and maybe even twist their ankle. Oh my gosh, that's just mean stuff. Um, that's probably not the case, though. Um, a lot of people think that you can get money from the metal scrap of a stew- uh, sewage. Right drain right um they're super heavy they're cast iron usually i know vancouver has had a lot of problems with people stealing these storm drain things yes, yes. um the grates and 
apparently it only gets you about like 10 maybe 20 dollars at a scrap yard but it costs great yeah per grade and mm-hmm. they're like a hundred pounds they're super heavy right because yeah. they're made out of cast iron yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it costs the city at least like 176 dollars at least in vancouver and then the labor on top of that so it costs the city so much money and then the person gets maybe 10 maybe 20 if they can make it to the scrap yard because they're yes. super heavy yeah yeah um so yeah it's just not worth it if you're gonna do that I guess they're not, like, drilled down because they're so heavy and because crews need to probably get into them. If, like, something's going on with a storm store that you need to get into it, you don't have time to, like, get out the Allen key and let's, you know, like, special to get get this thing unscrewed. You just want to be able to get your pry bar in there and get it going, right? Yeah. But, again, the the weight of them (laughs) usually discourages people from stealing them. But this is so dumb. Christoph just texted in and said it's probably Ninja Turtles. That makes more sense. Maybe they needed to get out of the sewer finally, and they just chucked the grates behind them. Okay, so whether you, if you know somebody who you think is hoarding (laughs) sewer grates, you need to contact the authorities. And also, if you know someone who always wears a trench coat and a hat and their complexion is very green, Mm. leave them alone. They're just turtles trying to live their life. (laughs) So, Paul, the big Met Gala was last night. Oh. Do you know the theme? No, what was it? Okay, here's a fun game. I'm going to show you all the photos of all the celebrities and you have to guess the theme. Okay. Okay, here it is. Uh, Okay, based on this picture, I would say uh, the theme was the capital from The Hunger Games. No. Uh, Okay, all right. Um, How about ignore the poor? Mm. Good guess, but no. Uh, okay, okay. This one. Um, uh, the dumpster behind uh, Spirit Halloween store. Oh, yeah, I could see that. No. Oh, fancy. Uh, okay, uh, Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's big giant testicle wedding. <laughs> oh, no, you actually had to be vaccinated to go to the Met Gala. Oh, okay. Uh, the $100,000 vaccine passport. Yes, but actually, no. The theme was something like America, which, yeah. Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. So Paul was late for two meetings today. You had a very busy morning because you were also in a different meeting, which was the iPhone event or something. Yes. Yeah. So how is the new iPhone? It's iPhone 23 XM. 13. Just 13. Just 13. Okay. Uh, so iPhone 13 came out. What's the deal? Let me tell you, big uh, big improvements this year for um, the Apple Watch and the iPhone 13. So check this out. The okay. Apple Watch. See, so you're looking at mine right now. Yeah. The screen is 1.2 millimeters bigger. <laughs> when they said that, did they have like a firework go off yes. and they had like a PowerPoint in the background? That's right. 1.2? A whale did a jump. <laughs> Amazing. And they had like really intense music in the background? Yes. Okay, I can picture it now. Yeah, they did it on, the, on, the, on a cliff overlooking the ocean. Wow, incredible. <laughs> what else is new? Well, on the phone, you see my iPhone 12 here? I see. Now you see how the two camera... advertisement. See how the two camera lenses are over top of each other? Yes. In the new iPhone 13, they'll be diagonal from each other. Oh, wow. Yes. Amazing. Very cool. And do you see the notch right on the front? Yeah. It'll be a little bit smaller. Oh, so they just moved everything at like half a millimeter? Yes. And then they called it a new phone? Yes. Can you buy one now? Now, um, oh, no. Jen, where were you? You were okay. complaining well, away about this, but what, what's your big idea well, for Tim Cook and Apple? Well, why not? 
they like if they're not going to do anything really new, why don't they just either skip a year or uh-huh. just like do something quirky like other brands do? Like, like you know how like chocolate bars or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll add like an extra thing like now we're doing a green version just for fun or like pumpkin spice or whatever. Yeah. Like they just need to just dive right into that. Like do a pumpkin spice Totally. Yeah, I agree. IPhone. So go ahead, Jen, just go ahead and invent a okay. new device that every person on the planet will rush out and buy as soon as it's made. Go ahead. I guess just, that's what's As long as you're pitching ideas to Apple, go, I'll stake you in this too. I would love to get a cut. Go ahead. But don't they know that they could just release anything and people are going to buy it? So why put time and money into moving things over? You could just like put a sticker on it and call it new. Well, because you're still gonna buy it, I know you are. You sound a little bit bitter, Jenny, but <laughs> you'll be singing a different tune when I have 1.2 millimeters <laughs> of extra watch screen. <laughs> it is a sad day today. Legendary, I mean, legendary mm-hmm. comedian Norm Macdonald has passed away at the age of 61 after secretly battling cancer oh. for nine years. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is this is a sad one. It's a really sad, sad one, but it's also we're finding it as an excuse to go through like old Norm Macdonald oh clips on YouTube gosh. and like witness. I am snort laughing You're over here, right? You're screaming, laughing, almost crying and banging the table. Yeah. Like there's either like Sorry. there's either Norm Macdonald happening on that screen or any like Simpsons meme. Today it's, <laughs> it's Norm. Usually, yeah, yeah, what's happening over there? Um, I know. I'm sorry, I scare you when I bang the table, but it's uh, just he's so he's that funny. And the other thing too is now that. All these people are coming out. Anyone who's ever met him mm-hmm. is coming out with stories about what a really genuinely kind person he was as well. Uh, Jason Lamb of The Morning Zone has just such a story that, um, you know, I was chatting with him earlier today. He promises mm-hmm. he's going to tell that, obviously, tomorrow on The Morning Zone as well. Norm McDonald did an interview with Dylan and Jason. It was right. something like 10 years ago when he was in here in town um, to do comedy, and that's when Jason met him, and uh, they're going to have probably clips and highlights of that interview as well. Now, every time Norm comes to Victoria, everyone brings up this one story that he told on Letterman. It's like the Scrabble story is what they call it. <laughs> yes. Oh, it is so good. I won't play the whole clip because you should go home tonight and watch it if you haven't seen it already or just mm-hmm. rewatch it. I've, I've seen this clip like 20 times and it's still hilarious. Yeah. And it's a story about going to a bed and breakfast here in Victoria. Here's a piece of it. I went to uh, Vancouver Island, Victoria, which oh, is beautiful. beautiful. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God's God's country. And so I go there, I knock on the door, right? And there's no answer. So I knock again, and there's still no answer. So finally, I look like in the window there, and there's an old man sleeping on a couch, you know? Yeah. So I bang on the door, ringing the doorbell, you know? So finally I hear like, hey, keep your pants on there, you know, from the inside. And he comes to the door, old guy, you know, but I'd say 80, 85 years old, old Harold Delaney was his name. Harold Delaney. Yeah, nice enough gentleman, you know? And uh, so I get in there, and I says, well, I better go to sleep. There's no one else there, you know? Like, I thought it'd be like a whole bunch of people in different rooms, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just me. Yeah. So uh, I go up and I, I go to sleep and, uh, and a knock comes on the door, right? Uh, uh, knock on, the, on mm. my bedroom door. Right. So uh, I figure, uh-oh, old Harold Delaney wants to have sex with me there. You know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's the first thought that went through your mind, huh? Well, I'm a young fella. Yeah, These course, days, anything not a bad goes. Looking guy, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Not a, Traveling uh, alone, why sure. not? And uh, uh, of course, that's not. I didn't come to Victoria to have sex with old Harold <laughs> Deland. You know, I can introduce him sightseeing. Of course. Yeah. So. 
We were just watching a clip of uh, Justin Trudeau, blah, 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 whatever, doing a thing. And uh, he says he's in British Columbia. Oh, yeah. And he says, BCers hmm. to refer to British Columbians. And I don't like that. Well, what's better? BCians. BCian, yeah. BCians. Yeah, I don't know. I just like, I'm so used to British Columbians. Right. BCers. Right? And then to say BCers, like, is that right? BCs. He's the prime minister. You'd think he would have done that research or had a team feed him that line, right? But I never say BCers. You ever say BCers? I've never said it before, but well, maybe are we supposed to start? Vink. Victorians, Vancouverites. That's a fun one. Mm. BCers. BCers. Cam Lopers. I think I like BCsters. 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 That's good. Mm-hmm. Prince George princes. <laughs> Prince Georgians. BGers. <laughs> yeah. Dave just makes the great point. Nothing beats Tafitians. Mm-hmm. So true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Someone asked about Yubo. What would someone from Yubo be called? Yubo. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> we gotta go. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, we heard that fire bans are getting lifted. So we're out here enjoying a nice campfire. Isn't this great, Jen? Oh my gosh, I'm having such a great time. <laughs> I love roasting marshmallows. Oh, uh, Paul, you're burning your marshmallow there. Oh. It is completely on fire. <laughs> I keep doing this. Uh, okay, I'll try another one here. Ah, I stuck it too far in the coals. It's not, oh. Oh, I burnt this one again. Here, have another one. Okay. Ah, I just, I'm so impatient. Really I'm bad so, so, oh, just charred it. Okay. So, oh, we're out of this bag. Can you hand me the other bag? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's it's just vegan marshmallows left. Oh, never. Let's just go home. Okay, let's pack it up. A little joke about vegan marshmallows off the hop there, and I hope it didn't make any vegans mad because I do like vegan food. Mm-hmm. Well, I eat a lot of vegan food myself, actually. My partner is vegan, as you might know, and. Um, but the marshmallows are not quite there. Okay, I didn't realize that there was vegan marshmallows, but when I thought about it, isn't it like the gelatin or something in marshmallows yeah. that has like animal product in it? That's exactly right. Okay. It's like the hooves. They oh, use hooves. That was marrow. Ma- something, right? Okay. To make marshmallows. Mm. And so the, the vegan versions of them are fine, but they're just not quite. They're not good know? enough for you? Well, Do they you melt just... the same way? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, okay. They don't roast the same way. I appreciate they exist. I'm so glad for them, but that was that joke. <laughs> It's not quite. It's right. not quite there. Okay, so we need to work on that. Vegan marshmallows, please. <laughs> Can you work on that recipe? Um, also, we were hearing that the fire ban is actually going to be lifted starting tomorrow. So Thursday, September 16th in the Coastal Fire Center. So that's uh, southern Vancouver Island, Gulf Island regions. And that means that we are allowed to use campfires in Category 2 fires, such as fireworks, sky lanterns, finally. Yep. Yeah. Um, exploding targets and burn barrels. Those, the list is always so wild <laughs> to me. But um, does it mention over-the-top gender reveals? Ooh, actually, yeah, that's not on the list. Oh, okay. That is banned forever. Better not. Oh, but <laughs> you see, there was a story in Australia, like some couple set 
a lot of things on fire. Oh, no. That's terrible. Um, And in tandem with that, uh, to look at your weather for this weekend, (laughs) if you'd like to go and take advantage of maybe a final summer weekend camping trip and... Mm -hmm. It's just pouring rain. It's yeah. just going to pour rain. That's why the ban is lifted. So It starts raining tomorrow night, and it rains until next May. Perfect. See you out there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you reading about this company that wants to raise, what, millions of dollars, $15 million uh-huh. to resurrect woolly mammoths? They want to bring back the woolly mammoth. Essentially doing the plot of Jurassic Park. Yeah, right. which we've talked about on the show before. Oh, we've been talking and about we do not years. want any pterodactyls no. going around Vancouver Island. Well, we don't want one T Rex calling this place home. I actually we just don't really want that. Oh, you do want it? I, I do agree. Do you want to talk about this? I agree. It would be chaotic. Okay. I agree. There would <laughs> there would be issues. <laughs> Maybe one or two. Right. That the five movies, almost six movies, are based on. I right. wouldn't be so bad. But they do want to bring back mammoths. In that way, same way, like I think it's exactly that, the plot of the movie. They clone it from whatever. Like if I had to choose, you know, one animal, one creature to bring back, woolly mammoth, I think I would like that. You want you don't want to start small with like a dodo bird? Or I don't know, like some kind of spider out of the Amazon that got no squished. Spiders. No, they can stay there. Um woolly mammoth, it just seems like a nice creature. Kind of like an elephant, right? Okay. So two reasons to bring back the woolly mammoth. Number one, what do they sound like? Oh, very good question. I'm assuming similar to an elephant, considering I, their trunk. I think that's a very, yeah, that's an easy assumption to make. And I think yeah. that's probably very likely the case. But I don't know. I want to hear it with my own ears, you know? I kind of hope they purr. Is it? Di- I think elephants purr, don't they? Do they? Yeah. Are they coo or something? Give that a gook. I'm pretty okay. sure elephants do. They <laughs> okay. do purr. They make a purring noise when they're happy. But right. no, I think that like, you know, we're used to the of an elephant mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering if it's like a or something something furrier. Yeah, I would like to know that. The other reason that they want to bring them back is apparently it could help reverse climate change. This is wild. Plug the hole it would in the <laughs> ecosystem left by their decline 10,000 years ago. Something to do with the way that they scraped away layers of snow so that cold air could reach the soil and maintain the permafrost. Yeah. Wild. Because when permafrost thaws out, it releases greenhouse gas. Yeah. So then we're all worried about our carbon footprint. Mm -hmm. And really what we should be focusing on (laughs) is bringing the woolly mammoth and getting their, what would you call it, like reverse footprint? Yeah, sure. Follow the breadcrumbs, people. We need these mammoths back. So according to YouTube, where, I mean, a lot of people get their scientific information from Uh these days, a woolly mammoth sounds like this. Like an angry Chewbacca? What is that based on? I don't know. Is that a dude doing that or is that are they mixing together stuff? Like your stomach a few minutes ago before you ate that sandwich. Yeah. I don't know how accurate this is. Sounds like a dude in his garage. I don't like that sound. Is that one upset about something? It's like, oh, I'm going extinct. Sounds like it's getting a little tickle or something. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if we need those. I want to know for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Jason said, so here's the real question. If they make a mammoth, would our museum keep their display or would they change it? Or would they make it a petting zoo mammoth? That's a great question. 
question. Great I, question. All, I forgot all about. Yeah, of course. Our museum here in Victoria famously has that big woolly mammoth that people take Instagram pictures with. Every time I go to the museum, I so badly just want to climb that little fence and pet the mammoth, oh. climb the mammoth, have a ride on the mammoth. Imagine if that were real. I'd feel bad if it were real. No, no good. We're not bringing it back to put it into a petting zoo. No. So I think my bet would be if this company successfully clones and brings back to life a living woolly mammoth specimen, mm-hmm. the museum is going to absolutely keep their exhibit mm-hmm. because imagine the increased publicity and public interest in the woolly mammoth. We're not going to have it here on the island. It's going to live out in the permafrost or they're oh, going to bring yeah. it to Siberia or something to live out its life. Yeah. But the interest would be so great that admission for the museum would go through the roof. Yeah, they'd hype up that mammoth. I have a question. Um, today I walked into the studio that you generally get ready for the show in, and it smelled wonderful. It smelled so nice like My Little Ponies. Okay, thanks. What was that? That was my um, perfume. It's called Honey Tobacco. No way. I know what Honey Tobacco smells like. Yeah. That was honey t- Did you mix it with something, though? Um, just my essence. Vanilla? Mm, no, my musk. Right. It was a big change because usually Jenny comes straight from the gym and doesn't shower. Now, yeah. anyways, um, and I was like, wow, I was really transported because <laughs> I remember as a kid smelling My Little Ponies and them smelling so nice like that. And I just am wondering, <laughs> do My Little Ponies, because they still sell those, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Just There's big... like bronies and stuff where, yeah, that was you, right? You were a brony? Well, as a child, yeah. yeah. Yes, I had a pony. Yeah. I had one. I was jealous of all my sisters, My Little Ponies. I never had a pony. They I had hand-me-down like... trolls. Do you know those oh, little trolls? Yeah, yeah of course. That's what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, yeah. But um, do they still smell like that? And do they still smell good? I didn't realize that they had a smell. I didn't know it was like a scratch and sniff situation. I oh, thought it just yes. smelled like rubber, like what they were. Oh, no. No, they, they had a definite good? smell. And so now this is why I'm wondering, actually, because if you don't even remember what they smell like, mm. and they maybe they stopped making them smell, and now I'm concerned that maybe I was inhaling a bunch of chemicals that weren't <laughs> so good for me. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. So if you or your children collect My Little Ponies now in the modern era, could you please let us know, do they still smell like that? Yeah, give them a sniff. There's no way they smell like honey tobacco either. That's not it. Maybe that's where they got their scent from. (laughs) So Eric confirms here that the My Little Ponies still have the smell. His daughters have them. And I asked him, like, the real important question is, is it the same smell as the original MLPs? (laughs) Uh, And uh, he says, same smell. He says, my sisters smelled just like the ones we have today. He was born around the same time as me, so... Wow, that's great. It's the same I think, right? I guess so. Yeah, that's nice. Were you much of a movie renter growing up? I feel like that's something you were into. You 100%. Love movies, right? Loved going to Blockbuster, and oh. all the way up until, like, just a few years ago, I would always go to pick a flick down in Cook Street Village. I had a membership card. Oh, my we god! rent a video probably every week. And they're still open, too. Yeah, they moved to Strathcona area nice. there. Um, okay. Oak Bay, Fernwood border. But, yeah, still going strong. Well, there's this story in the news right now out of Kingston, Ontario, and this person who owns a video rental shop was just going through the turns and notice that there's this one case that was like super banged up. It was mm-hmm. in terrible shape. So they scanned it in and found out that it was rented like nine years ago and then returned. <laughs> the late nine fee. Years later. Late fee was over $2,700. Yeah, $2,700. Way past the amount of the actual movie cost to buy. But okay, yeah. here's, the, here's the question here. Now, you've returned this video. Mm-hmm. 
you know it's that late, okay? But you're like, I'm going to return it. I know the late fee is going to be outrageous. Yeah. At that point, you know, they clearly haven't come for you, haven't kicked (laughs) down your door to collect the late fee in nine years. So you can either just make this all go away, toss the video, do whatever, or you can pay whatever the late fee is. I have a feeling that if I had a spare $3,000, I would want to support this local business. You know, that's a big donation. Well, yeah, kind of would feel like a donation, but really I'm just paying my late fee (laughs) and to help them struggling during this time of Netflix and all the other streaming services. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet of you, Paul. But um, actually, uh, because of the pandemic, they waived all late fees. That was just ongoing. That was just ongoing. So now they're like, now's my time to (laughs) return this movie, which happened to be Role Models from 2008. That is Paul Rudd. That is so fantastic. <laughs> and that you know what? There's a lesson in here for all of us. Well Wait done. for the opportune moment <laughs> to shoot your shot. Well, let's take this uh, time to shout out some of our local uh, rent m- rental movie places. Yeah, we mentioned Pig a Flick. I used to go to there all the time. There's Oswego Video in James Bay. I always go to that one. You do, Art? Art goes in Oh, out. that's awesome. Yeah, you got to support those video rental stores say that again say that again what they have what uh they found chill factor out in the uh, i'm i'm guessing very dusty back uh back porch of theirs chill factor (laughs) is a movie that art made us watch where um uh, what was it if an ice cream truck if the ice cream melted it would blow up a bomb is that right it was like speed but for ice cream yeah it was like you know you know how the vaccine when we first knew about the covid19 vaccine Uh that it couldn't be over a certain level level of uh, cold, coldness oh, it, right. it got warm so uh-huh. I talked about chill factor a little bit back then but that was about a bomb that was like a liquid bomb that if it went over one degree Celsius right. or whatever it would blow so, up everybody. That's right oh so they God. put it in an ice cream truck to get it oh, to the place. Oswego Video found that for you that's so nice. Yeah. Then there's also Audio Video Replay which is attached to that pawn shop downtown they do video rentals there too so go rent a movie. Unreal. You probably haven't done that in so long. It'll be fun. By the way, Chill Factor, wouldn't recommend. (laughs) Wow, this is a wild story. A driver in North Vancouver was freaking out about a spider in her car, and it caused her to lose control, crash, and roll the vehicle. Oh, wow. I'm glad everyone's all right, but honestly, that's super relatable. I mean, remember that time when there was a spider in the radio station and we accidentally changed formats? Yeah. All right. You're in the zone. 835 25 for 9 o'clock. Coming up, we've got some more blazing hot modern rock. Hell yeah, it's going to be great, but oh, oh my God, there's a, there's a spider on the control board. Ah, it's a Daddy Long Legs. Daddy Long Legs, but yeah, yikes, it's huge. Quick, hit it with a squeaky toy. <laughs> what did you do? I don't know. I must have pressed the wrong button. Well, press it back. I don't know how. Part of me believes this is what the spider wanted all along. Yeah, spiders love this music. Couple of uh, doggy stories to start your day, your afternoon off here mm. with. First, you see, cover the Times colonists. They could be banning off leash doggies at Gonzales Beach. Mm. I, for one, am against that. <laughs> I love taking a doggy to run around on that beach. Yeah. It's a great run around. You can only do it in like the dead of winter as it is, anyways, now. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, and they okay. love mucking around in the muck. <laughs> and so I'm against it, and I refuse to hear the other side of the argument. Oh. All right, so that's the end of that conversation, I guess. (laughs) 
Uh, the other dog story, which is heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time, there's this amazing dog named Norman, which lives up in Nanaimo. Mm-hmm. And he was in the news in 2017 because he saved a dog's life. So this one dog had this tumor and it like busted. Anyway, needed oh. blood. And okay. they call up on this one type of dog because it has like this universal blood type. Uh-huh. And little old Norman donates his blood gives this other dog a second chance at life yes. and is just an absolute hero and has been donating blood consistently since then. Really? Pretty cool. I didn't know. I, of course, you dogs will need blood. Of course. But I just didn't think about blood donation. Anyway, it turns out Norman has a big surgery coming up. It's like $8,500 for his knees. He can barely walk right now. <laughs> Poor God. Um, so there is like a full-on GoFundMe page for Norman. Uh, it's called, Please Help Me Afford uh, the Surgery That I Need. Just search up Norman and yeah. it'll all be there. So hopefully Norman can get his knees all better. I hope so too. I hope everyone who can afford to chips in for Norman. Yeah. But mostly, you know what I hope is that like every dog fan, every dog's family that... Mm-hmm. You know, got a blood donation. I guess you never know where the blood donation ever comes from. But mm-hmm. anyone who's got a dog who's had a blood donation ever chips in a few bucks and, you know, it all comes around back in the end to help Norman. Yeah, I think it will. I think it will. Right now they're at $2,800 out of the 8500 okay. raised. I'm lighting my doggy sized candle for Norman. <laughs> I gotta be honest, all I've been watching all week is uh, either Norm MacDonald clips mm-hmm. or uh, because yeah. it was the 20th anniversary of 9-11, of course, I was watching all these just fascinating, incredible, um, heart-wrenching documentaries that have been released all over the streaming services. Although last night, though, I put an end to it. Mm-hmm. I started watching, do you know what Loose Change is? No. It's, it's like the conspiracy one oh. that came out. A bunch of years ago, and I was just watching it to see like what are they saying, and then I had to, I was like I don't want any of this sticking in my brain by accident. Even <laughs> I'm turning this off immediately. Uh, that might be a good idea. But you were telling me about something wild coming to oh, TV. There was this talk of this reality show that was gonna go to um, yeah TV, and it was called The Activist. And what they do is they get three activists on a panel. So mm-hmm. it would be Priyanka Chopra. Is that how you say her last name? Yeah. Um, Julian Huff and Usher. Okay. They're on this panel and they have nonprofits compete against each other for funding for their cause. That's like Shark Tank for Charities? It's Shark Tank for Charities, yeah, or Dragon's Den for Charities, which at first I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, you get like some good exposure. But then I felt weird about the idea of like nonprofits, people who are doing incredible work without a lot of funding, like competing against each other for funding. It just seemed a little icky and that the celebrities were like the face of it and they were like the heroes of it. It it just felt weird. Yeah. Uh, But I also see the positive, too, don't you? Like, if the biggest thing about Shark Tank, I feel like, and Dragon's Den is all the publicity that these little businesses get. So if these nonprofits and charities, if maybe they don't win the contest and win the celebrities' money, they may have touched the hearts of millions of people watching who then want to support that, right? That's important. But then they came in with this, like, point system and how well you do on social media. And it just, like, it just seemed a little icky. So they've decided to pivot because it got so much criticism. And now they're doing a docu-series about it. So they're going to fall. Follow, you know, the top six um, nonprofits uh-huh. and then give them funding no matter what. That's what it is but now. follow them on their journey, which is good. No one's kind of competing against each other. And it just seems like a great way to shine a light on people who are doing great work. Do you know what it's called? The Activist. 
And it'll be called that. I, I think so. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to change the name or not, but. All right, so we'll, won't be cutthroat reality TV, but <laughs> no. please we'll still try and watch it. You may remember it was announced a couple of weeks ago that all the uh, pharmaceutical manufacturers of the COVID vaccines were wanting to change the names or like give them give the vaccines names mm-hmm. now that they've been fully approved by the FDA down in the states, and that approval went through. So now everyone is just loving the names that the companies are giving. The vaccines. Right. So uh, there's this one, which was Comirnaty. Um, that's the Pfizer that's one. That's the Pfizer See, one. See, everyone knows it by the company. We've had these things. They've been omnipresent in our lives for almost a year, yeah. right? The biggest news of our lifetime. That we've come to know them by the the company's names. So now you're trying to switch the names. It doesn't work. Yeah. So the Pfizer one, everyone, I got the Pfizer. What did you get? Um, I got Moderna. I got double Moderna. So that means I got two Spike Vax. <laughs> yeah, it's called Spike Vax. The AstraZeneca one is going to be called Vax Zevria. Vax Zevria. That's pr- almost okay. the best one at this point. Okay, Q- Community sounds like a sitcom to me. I think I'm thinking of community. It's it's mRNA, community, and immunity all together. And COVID-19, they made their own word. It found, sounds like a... Like a beer to me, like a oh, light, like yeah. a bad American light beer. Like, oh man, do you have any Comir Natty? <laughs> no, oh, we got some Comir Natty lights. Uh, sure. I guess oh, yeah, I'll that do works. that. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. put a Sounds lime good. in it. That'll be fine. Yeah, give me a booster of that. Um, and then Spike Vax sounds like like an extreme sports show. Hundred percent. Right. Like now, welcome back to Spike Vax. Oh, the dog. <laughs> 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 the LA needles are really going for it. Yeah, yeah no, you're yeah, right. Yeah, at yeah. All. And then Vex, what is the other one? Vexevria. I think that's Vexevria. a dragon from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, that. Or it's just a beautiful wow. name, honestly. Vexevria. Um, the best one, I mean, we're all getting beat by the Russians at this point because mm. their one, they just called theirs Sputnik. They called it from the start. Mm-hmm. I don't know who manufactured it. All <laughs> I know is I was asking for a Sputnik, but I'll tell you the thing. This is, it, I mean, it's so, it's so silly to do it like this, but mm-hmm. this is normal. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, right? I mean, Pfizer also manufactures Viagra. Right. That's the name of that. Okay. We don't go to the doctor and we're are like, excuse me, do you have any of the Pfizer brand erection pills? Yeah. You just ask for it by name. We love the talk of a new fairy coming to the island. <laughs> That's like our favorite thing to talk about. That or a bridge, whatever. Um, so from Nanaimo to downtown Vancouver, they're expecting to have a new passenger ferry and it's supposed to be high speed. They have no date of when it's going to happen yet, but they have announced it and mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like it's a go as of right now. Passenger only, right? No yeah. cars on there, but uh, yeah, okay, well, it's an option. You know, it's it's fun to have options. That's all there is to that, I think. Yeah. And um, oh, now you're going to get people d- absolutely who are going to live in Nanaimo, mm-hmm. right? Nice, cheaper real yeah. estate and then commute over to Vancouver to work, likely. Wow. Yeah, and we got some interesting messages here from zoners who, um, so, okay, these stories are so wild. People who they know who, like, lived in Victoria mm-hmm. and then worked in Vancouver. Whoa. Like, can you imagine? Oof. Even if, like, and in this this case, the uh, ferry every day was covered by their work, like they paid for the ferry. Wow. So that's nice. incredible. But, like, if you're driving still, that's four hours of commuting every day. Would you want to do that? Four hours of listening to podcasts, reading the newspaper. Eh, could be nice. Get a little work done. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. yeah, if you're working on the ferry, sure, why not? Have a nice little view while you do it. As long as you don't get seasick, I think that's great. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.